Hello and welcome to the ESG Fitness Podcast. The aim of this podcast is to help you think, learn and grow and hopefully smile and laugh on the way too. My aim here is to break down your barriers to taking action and provide you with evidence-based diet and exercise information in a fun and interesting way. I hope I nail that and I hope you enjoy. If at any point you are enjoying this and you think, wouldn't it be great to work with Emma? You can head to esgfitness.co.uk to find out more information. Without further ado, because I hate long introductions, here is this episode. Hello and welcome to this episode of the ESG Fitness Podcast. Um, There's a lot of seagulls going on outside. I don't know if people can hear them, but anyway, if they can, I'm I'm sorry about that, but maybe it gives some atmosphere to this episode. So now, if you can't hear them, I'm also sorry. This episode is going to be short, sweet. It's something that I've been thinking about a little bit and I thought I would share and I think is really, really useful to people. So hopefully other people resonate with it. And this is one question to ask yourself every day. And that is, did I do my best? And replace that with, did I do X? Like, did I do something that's like a yes, no tick box? Replace that with, did I do my best? And this seems so simple, but I think when you delve into it, which obviously is what I'm gonna do, that's why I've done this podcast, is really profound. And you might think, isn't it a bit of a cop-out to be like, oh, I'll just do my best instead of actually ticking that box. And the truth is, it's the absolute opposite. Asking if you've tried your best takes away your option to give up when you can't reach that goal, when you can't tick that box. And sometimes, environment will get in the way of you ticking that box. It's not through lack of effort, it's that you, you can't possibly do it that day. Or simply that some things are more important. For example, it's certainly not a failure if you need to prioritise being a good friend or a good partner or a parent over getting to the gym one day or reaching your step goal. But if you're using a tick box in that situation, then it might look like you failed that day when actually, really, you were being a good friend rather than you were failing. And there are psychological benefits too that will impact your behaviours. So for example, if you have a step goal of 10,000 steps, but you're travelling all day that day, and then you know you're going to be sat in meetings and it's almost impossible for you to reach it. Like, I always say almost impossible because realistically, like, it would be possible, right? But it's going to cost you a lot in, I don't know, walking at midnight or something. So it's unrealistic for you to reach your step goal that day. If you have a, quote unquote, did I do it mentality, the answer would be no. Like you would have a cross for that day and you would likely not even try. You'd be like, I'm not going to hit it this day. So that's one day I'm not going to hit it. So I'm, I'm not even going to try and get more than like the steps I'm just going to get from traveling. I'm going to make no extra effort. I know I'm not going to hit my target. So I'm just going to give up. If you have a, did I do my best, given the situations I was in, like mentality, if you're asking the question, did I do my best? The answer might be yes. And you'll likely do 6,000 steps instead of the 3,000 steps you would have done had you had a, did I do it tick box mentality. 
And that's because you made an effort, you made the extra effort when you knew that you couldn't be absolutely perfect. Another example that comes up all the time or that I see all the time might be in nutrition. When you know you've gone over your calories and so you can't tick that box for the day that you stuck to your calories that day, do you think to yourself, okay, well, I'll still try my best to eat well the rest of the day? Or do you think, well, I've blown it now. I know I'm not going to be able to tick that box. I may as well also order a pizza and have a few beers in the evening and literally rub salt into the wound and then I'll get back on it tomorrow. Which, by the way, is such an odd behaviour. And I, I say that as n- not in a judgmental way, like we are all subject to it. And you don't do it in other situations. Like you don't drop a pee on the floor and then think, oh, I'm just going to throw this whole plate of food all over the floor. And you don't drop 10 pounds and then think, not that anyone carries cash anymore, but anyway, you don't lose 10 pounds and then think, do you know what? Now that I've lost that 10 pounds, I'm just not going to bother anymore. I may as well throw away all of my money. We don't do it in other situations, but we have these really perfectionist black black and white on-off mentalities when it comes to diet and exercise. Like if, you're, if I can't do it exactly right, then there's no point doing it at all. Like there's still all the point in the world doing it. There's still all the point in the world of trying your best, doing the best you can in the situation you're in. That's all you ever can do. And sometimes that will be ticking the boxes, but other times it will be doing those like those extra steps or making sure that even though maybe you did overeat at lunch, that you're not also going to overeat at dinner. It makes sense when you think of it like that. And perfectionism is a cop-out, and you can see that there. Like, it's a reason to give up on your diet. It's a reason to not go out for that walk. It's a reason to not go to the gym because, oh, what's the point? I haven't, I don't know, eaten my protein today, so there's no point going to the gym. Perfectionism is a cop-out. It's an excuse to give up as soon as you can't do everything exactly right, which is, you know, a lot during life because things happen. Or, often, perfectionism crops up as an excuse not to start, not to post that blog post because you're not a perfect writer yet, not to do the podcast because I've already made about 50 mistakes in this podcast, not to start your new coaching program because it's not quite perfect yet. Perfectionism tends to manifest as mediocrity. There is always something to improve and you're never going to start anything if you're trying to wait until you're perfect or the product is perfect or the thing is perfect. The only way it gets perfect or anywhere near that is to start and to improve on it. The same is true with your diet. The only way to get anywhere near perfect, and again, like your diet doesn't need to be anywhere near perfect, the only way to get really good is to start when you're not really good. You can't wait until you're good to start because you get good by starting. If you're waiting to go to the gym until you're really fit, you don't want to go until you're really fit, like how, how does that work? You have to go to get fit. You have to start usually quite bad at something if you want to get good at something. So you can see that if you are holding yourself to it being perfect, to ticking that box, to did I do it today, to perfectionism, to on off, like I did it or I didn't do it, then you're giving yourself an excuse to give up when you can't do it. You can always do your best in the situation you're in and you're only ever going to be lying to yourself if you get to the end of the day and you say, that you did do your best when you didn't. And one consideration here is you need to also have a bit of self-compassion. 
if you're the kind of person, and I know a few, who are never going to be able to say, yeah, I did my best in that situation, then you need to do some work on that too. And work through that. Okay, like, like sense it out with yourself, right? If you're saying you didn't do your best in that situation, what more could you have done? And more importantly, at what cost? And would that have been worth doing it? And this is where journaling comes in really handy. Using my VJ (laughs) to figure out your values. I will put the links in the show notes, the link to the VJ, my journal. If I didn't caveat, if I didn't explain that well enough. Figuring out your values will allow you to assess whether your actions are in line with your values, which is the most important thing. And that's really what did I do my best is about. For example, on the day that you didn't hit your steps and you say, you know, you're being harsh on yourself and you're like, I could have done better. Technically, I don't know, I could have gone for a walk instead of seeing my friend who was really upset about something. But, and technically you could have, right? But is that a choice you really want to make based on your values? And remember that sometimes values gets a bit confused and wishy-washy and people think about it, like way over analyze it. Values are what are most important to you. So if you're saying, actually, on, on this off chance, like in this situation where my friend needs me today, it is more important to me to be with my friend than it is to get my steps in. That would be showing your values, what's most important to you. That's how you should act. Now, you could absolutely cancel on your friend and be like, I'm sorry, your boyfriend just broke your heart and you're really upset and you want someone to talk to you, but do you know what? I have a step goal and I'm going to prioritise this step goal. Like, that again, it's your values, it's up to you, but make a conscious choice about that and then don't beat yourself up for that choice. So at the end of that day, you'd be like, yeah, I did my best. I still made sure that, you know, when I went to see my friend, uh, we went for a little walk. But aside from that, like, no, I think I think I made choices that were in line with my values today. And remember that sometimes your values will conflict. So in this example, it might be one of my values is health. And for health at the moment, fat loss is my goal. Okay, but also one of my values is being a caring friend and that means showing up to my friend when they need me. So at that point, your values might be conflicting. Okay, well, actually, I can't tick the boxes for health today. I can't get closer to my fat loss goal today in regards to steps anyway, because I need to be there for my friend. But what what can I do? Okay, I can balance the two a little bit. I can make sure I still stick to my diet. I can make sure that I do some extra steps tomorrow. I can balance those things and realise that At some points, certain values will be of a higher priority or even like an immediacy, i.e. you could still average out your steps for the week. And actually making the choice to be there for your friend when they need you is more important in that situation. Little bit of a side note there. Um, And then on the other end of the spectrum, if you're sitting on the couch and saying, yeah, do you know what? I really tried my best today to get my steps in. Um... But actually, you're just sitting there watching Love Island like you're kidding yourself. That you have not tried your best. You could absolutely be up being active in some way, shape or form. And you need to be able to be honest with yourself. And this, again, is why this question is so, so important. Like you are only letting yourself down if you're not honest to yourself. And as much as people look elsewhere for accountability and one of my main jobs as a coach and for the programs that I run and even as a mentor as well is to provide people with accountability to push people closer to their goals but really the person you need to be most accountable to is yourself 
it's really useful to have external accountability and you can have both. But at the end of the day, you should be able to ask yourself at the end of the day, did I try my best and be honest with yourself? Yeah, I'm happy with how I spent today. I did live in line with my values today. Or maybe you didn't. And those are the days that you learn from. And that's where you you can't let yourself off the hook with excuses when you're really being true to yourself. You'll know deep down if you did do your best. And there will be days that you didn't. And that's also okay and inevitable. And those are the days that you learn from and you hold yourself accountable to. You're like, okay, actually today I did sit and watch TV for two hours instead of doing the work I said I was going to do or instead of going to the gym. How do I make sure that doesn't happen tomorrow? How do I learn from that and move on? This is why, quote unquote, did I do my best is such a good question. It forces you to introspect. It also takes away like using environmental factors as an excuse or blaming it. Like, okay, I can't control what's happening in the environment or I can't control that my friend needs me or I can't control that the train broke down and I couldn't make it to the gym in time before I had to be somewhere else. Like, I can't control these things, but can I try my best in the situation I'm in? Yes, always. Because sometimes you legitimately can't hit your target. And I don't think that should be a cross on your, you know, if you're if you're marking your weeks and you're like, actually, the way I'm going to measure progress is ticking these boxes, ticking these behaviours. But actually a better way is, is saying, did I try my best to hit this this day? And it also removes the perfectionist tendency to drop out of something if you can't be perfect. And just think, oh, well, I'll start again tomorrow. Because actually, you could have 80% ticks in your columns. You could be like, I'm ticking all my workouts, I'm ticking all my calorie targets, I'm ticking all the boxes for steps. But on two days, or two days out of 10, I go way off track because I've got these perfectionist tendencies. And not only do I not hit my calories, but I go way over them. And not only do I not do my steps, but I don't do any. Like, that can really hold your progress back. And I know with any of my clients, that would never happen because we work on averages. Again, another way to work against these like perfectionist tendencies. It's still worth getting in more steps because remember, it's an average over the week. It's still worth not going way over your calories because remember, it's an average for the week. Anyway, I'm going to wrap up there because I now have a live in three minutes that I need to prepare for in, in three minutes. So enjoy your day. I hope this was useful and goodbye thank you as ever for your time and attention if you want to talk to me about coaching or if you want to find out more about how to work with me head over to esgfitness.co.uk there is also lots of free information on the website and some worksheets which i hope you will find useful if you've enjoyed this episode i would love to hear from you please tag me in your stories at ESG Fitness or shoot me a message and if you think you know anyone who would enjoy this episode why not share it with them thanks guys